Today, we're diving straight into something I know hits close home for all of us, the ever-daunting gift budget. I'm going to walk you through some unexpected yet incredibly effective ways to approach gift giving, ways that don't just trim down your expenses but enrich the whole experience. We're talking about transforming how you see gift giving from a costly obligation to an opportunity for meaningful connection, and yes, doing it all within a budget. You'll learn how to manage those emotional spending triggers, and the best part, you won't have to compromise on the quality or the sentiment of your gifts. I'll be sharing some super practical, no-nonsense strategies for planning and prioritizing your gift purchases. Because let's face it, we're all about making life simpler, not more complicated. So if you're ready to tackle this holiday season with a gift budget that works for you and not against you, stick around. This isn't just about saving a few dollars, it's about making those dollars count in the most meaningful ways. If that's what you need more of in your life today, you're in the right place. Let's simplify things together. I'm Erin Christopoulos, a mother of two and teacher-turned-mom strategist who puts the pieces of mom life together so you don't have to. I get that you're short on time and don't have the capacity to figure out everything on your own, which is why I'm here, to help you get clear on where to put your focus while protecting your time and energy so you can actually enjoy these years with your little ones. I'm ditching the overwhelming and unrealistic one-size-fits-all tactics and replacing them with an approach that's practical and personal because I believe your family is one of a kind with its own qualities and values that deserve an adaptable approach, offering support and encouragement where you need it most. From honest conversations and mindset shifts to practical tips and sustainable strategies, consider this your customizable guide to mom life. With the tools and resources you need at your fingertips, you'll finally have the confidence and clarity you need to bring more intention and ease to everyday life so that you and your family thrive. This is the Mom Life Handbook. Before we kick off this week's episode, I wanted to take a moment to share something special with you. As a way to say thanks for being a part of our podcast community, I'm having a weekly giveaway from now until the end of the year. It's a small gesture to show my appreciation to this wonderful group of podcast listeners. Every week, three listeners will have the chance to join me for a one-on-one coffee chat, just a relaxed conversation where we can talk about all things mom life or whatever's on your mind. Here's how you can enter. It's really simple. Drop me a DM on Instagram with the word review at Mom Life Handbook. I'll send you a link where you can leave a rating and review for the podcast. And then just send me a screenshot of your review back to me in a DM. It's that straightforward. And I'll be picking the winners every Monday and sharing them on Instagram stories. You can enter every week with a new review. And given that we're a cozy community, your chances of winning are pretty good. This is just a small way for us to connect a bit more personally. I'm looking forward to hearing from you and having some great conversations. Thanks for being here and for all your support. It really means a lot. Now, let's dive into this episode. As I mentioned, we're addressing something I know that's on our minds, holiday gift giving. But we're not just talking about any gift giving strategy. We're diving into how to make it memorable, meaningful, and yes, manageable on a budget. We'll talk about managing those emotional spending urges, involving your little ones in gift choices, and some straightforward planning tips. 
So grab your coffee and let's get into how we can make this holiday season not just special, but smart and stress-free too. Now, no matter what budget you have in mind for your holiday gift giving this season, I do think it's important that you take some time to realistically come up with how much you would like to put toward gifts this holiday season. I think that starting with that in mind will help you really get clear on what can realistically fit in your budget and what can't. I think that sometimes when we go into this busy season of buying, it's really easy to lose sight of what the big picture is for us. The last thing we want is to head into the new year and have credit card bills hit and for you to feel that sense of regret or surprise that you had spent more than you realistically had intended. Things move quickly and it's very easy to lose track of your spending. So I think that starting with the intention of having an awareness around how much you want to spend will help you curb your emotional spending right off the bat because it's going to take you back to this place of logic and wanting to make sure that you stay somewhat on the rails with your spending. And then once you have that budget in mind, I think that it's still easy to get caught up in emotional spending habits. Marketing online and in stores can be so good and so effective because let's face it, it's research-based. It's been tested and the ads that we get can be so hyper-specific to our interests and we get presented with some wonderful opportunities to invest in products that we probably never even knew existed. So it's very easy to get caught up in the moment when we are presented with these opportunities to grab something and get it for our kids or a family member it made us think of and add in the pressures of all the influencer marketing that we also see. It becomes very easy to lose sight of what is going to really work for you and your family and your budget. So if this is something that you've struggled with, I'm here to let you to reassure you that this is very normal and unless you're choosing to really draw your attention to it and stay intentional and recognize when marketing is getting you into this place of potentially making an emotional purchase, it's really easy to just click buy. So start growing your awareness when you're scrolling online. See those moments when you recognize there's something you're interested in buying. Don't hit buy right away. Give yourself a chance to pause. I think that for me, something that's been really effective this year in doing that is to screenshot any ads that I see or products I find in roundups and just keep those screenshots on my phone. Now, pro tip, if you have little eyes on your camera roll that you don't want to have seeing what you're interested in buying, you can hide your photos, at least on an iPhone. So you can um, click on the three dots, hide the photo, and then the only way that someone could access your hidden photos is with Face ID or your passcode. So I love that one because it completely removes it from your camera roll without anyone being able to see it. So I just have those screenshots and then I go into my hidden camera roll if I have ideas stashed there. Or you could just go to your screenshots album and see what you've screenshotted so that you can designate times for making your purchases. I find that doing this has helped me really tease out whether I was inclined to make an emotional purchase or one that really is in alignment with what my gifting needs are. 
So give that a try. I think you'll find that carving out time that's intentionally dedicated toward making logical and informed purchases as opposed to in-the-moment impulse buys makes a huge difference and also removes a lot of that guilt. At the end of the day, you still might end up getting some of those things. I know I have, but it's been coming from a place of intention rather than impulse. Now, I know that this time of year, it's especially hard for our kids to also curb their quote-unquote emotional spending. This time of year, our kids are marketed to heavily. There are commercials, you get catalogs, you walk into Target, and everything your child sees in sight, they probably want it. And it can be really hard at this time of year to listen to the constant requests and to also have to say no to many of them. And so I've found that one way to really honor my kids' desires while also honoring our family's budget is to let my kids know I only have a set amount of money that I can spend this time of year or on this shopping trip. This doesn't fit into our budget for today. But then at the same time, I really like to honor what they are interested in and what they are communicating they desire. So this is a great time of year to ask them, is this something you'd be interested in receiving as a gift? And if they say yes, I just stop in the middle of the aisle, take a photo of my child with the object, or we circle the item in a catalog, whatever it is. I've found that my kids have appreciated hearing that I recognize their wants and that it's not wrong to want those things. And I think it's also difficult to teach our kids about delayed gratification. I think that they are growing up in a day and age when everything is instant gratification. And this is a really great way to show our kids some of these things that you're asking for, I really do want to get them for you. Let's wait until the holiday and I would love to gift it to you then. Or I love having these ideas from you. I'll pick a few of them and be sure to give them to you on our special day. It really teaches our kids that it's okay to want things. And at the same time, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to get all those things or that they're going to get them right away. But just remember, this is a skill that our kids are going to be working on for a long time. I mean, heck, I just finished spending time talking to you about how we can curb our own emotional spending. So to expect our five-year-olds or 10-year-olds to be able to harness the same skill is probably unrealistic. We have to expect that this is just a quality that we're going to have to instill in our kids and hopefully it benefits them in their adult lives so that they can be responsible spenders as well. And then lastly, I wanted to give a little bit of time in terms of how to plan and prioritize for your gift purchases. We already talked about setting aside those intentional times for shopping. I think that as much as for our kids, it can be gratifying for them to have a picture taken of what they want. Taking those screenshots of what you want to buy can also have a similar emotional effect for us that could be just as effective as actually purchasing the item. But when you do sit down for that intentional time for shopping for gifts, I want you to also have your budget at hand. This could be just a running list or a running record that you have on a sheet of paper. It could be in a simple spreadsheet. 
I know that for myself, I set up a simple Notion dashboard. Notion is a platform or an app that I use for free to organize my projects, my ideas, and it really can be so handy in situations like this where you're managing a lot of purchases and also trying to maintain a budget. I'll link to it in the show notes in case you want to check it out. So in my simple setup, I've just got a running table of who the recipient is, what the gift is, how much it costs, and then also a picture of it. And then I can sort that and group all of my purchases by individual. So I can see at a glance also, you know, how many gifts I've bought for Theo and how many I've bought for Stella. And this has been really great because I don't know if you're the same way. I First of all, I have a terrible memory. I cannot remember things to save my life. So what I do then is when I get the presents over time, I stash them in hiding places around the house and inevitably I forget things that I bought, which is terrible to say. I mean, I could buy someone three gifts and I will forget, you know, I might remember gifts one and two, I will forget number three till the cows come home. So it helps me as well to just remember everything I've purchased and then it also then helps me see how much of my budget has been allocated toward gifts I've already purchased. You do not have to set up a dashboard like I have by any means. For me, that feels easier. I click a button, I fill in the blanks, and then it gets added into the table that I've created. And then I have different filters for each recipient so I can really just see by person what I've bought. You might have an excellent memory. You know exactly what you've gotten. I know at the same time, Jason will be like, well, what have you gotten everyone so far? And I'm like, I don't know. I've got it covered. So I know that it's also helping me communicate clearly to Jason about everything that we've got. And then he can also then decide if that feels like we've covered our bases with like his parents or anyone else. So having that digitized has been really helpful. So again, do it on paper. It can be as easy as just creating a simple folder where each page is for a different recipient and then you have one running total of how much of your budget has been spent. And remember too that you can get savvy and creative with your budget. You don't have to buy everything for everyone. It's okay to be realistic as much as the marketing and the influencer industry will tell us that we should buy all the things you don't have to buy all the things. It is okay to recognize what's the right fit for you and your family, especially when it comes to gift giving. And, you know, maybe taking the time to set up your budget and really think through intentionally about how you're spending can help you really get clear on the people in your life where you can do thoughtful acts of kindness or service or create homemade gifts for that will be just as appreciated as something you've bought from the store. You do not have to go out of your way to buy something for everyone as much as you would like to and as much as that can be meaningful and nice. It can be just as meaningful to write a really thoughtful note and drop off a batch of your homemade granola or I've been digging on some seriously delicious like maple cinnamon pecans. I plan on making a huge batch of those. 
popping them in jars, tying ribbons around it, and just having it on hand for hostess gifts or visitors drop by. I That doesn't cost me a lot of money. And the thought and time and effort that goes into creating that is the meaningful quality that I think really counts for other people in our lives without it having, again, to be something store-bought. So give yourself permission to not have to buy all the things. You still have other ways to show people that you've just been thinking about them or that you appreciate them or that there's someone meaningful to you in ways beyond just giving them something that you've bought from the store. And then that can honor your budget as well. So today we tackled that ever-present holiday challenge, sticking to a gift budget without losing the magic of the season. We dove into managing those emotional spending moments by carving out intentional time for shopping and the power of involving our kids in this process as well. It's not just about picking gifts. It's also about teaching our kids values and skills that they need in order to be financially responsible as they grow up as well. And lastly, we talked about practical, actionable steps for planning and prioritizing our gift shopping. It's about being intentional, not impulsive. This approach doesn't just make for a smoother holiday season. It makes for a more fulfilled and balanced life. So as we step into this holiday season, let's embrace these shifts. Let's make those mindful choices that help us avoid overspending and focus on what truly matters, our family, our time together, and the love that we share. Remember, you've got this. You are more than capable of making this holiday season one of the most meaningful yet, and I'm here cheering you on every step of the way. I'll link to our Ready, Set holiday mini-series that I did last month in case you're looking for more support in bringing intention into the holiday season. It's a quick listen. There are only three episodes, but can make all the difference for you in feeling intentional as you go through this incredibly busy time of year. Remember to DM me the word review if you want to share your thoughts on this week's podcast episode and be entered to win a coffee chat with me. And as we wrap up this week's episode, remember, mom life is complex, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Here's to leading with purpose and intention as you simplify mom life in the week ahead. You've just finished another episode of the Mom Life Handbook podcast. Remember to check out the episode description for all the important links and highlights from today's show. While you're there, tap the subscribe button so that new episodes are always at your fingertips. Before you go, I'd really appreciate hearing your thoughts about the show. It takes as little as 30 seconds to leave a review and your honest thoughts help me create a better show and help other moms discover it too. And if this episode really helped you out, go ahead and hit the share button to text it to a friend or share it on social media. You never know who in your life might benefit from a little extra support. Don't forget, there are lots of ways to stay connected beyond the podcast. Head over to momlifehandbook.com for additional resources or to learn about how to work with me. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at momlifehandbook. Send me a DM to say hey or to share your thoughts on today's episode. Connecting with you personally is what I really love most. And just in case you need to hear it today, you're doing an incredible job. I know it doesn't always feel like it, but you're here learning how to be better and do better. Keep working to bring more intention and ease into your life and know that I'm right here cheering you on. You're creating a beautiful journey for you and your family. 
I am so proud of you.